feels like this is something you want to go buy on the home shopping channel. It's like, wow, it's too good to be true. And yet, guess what? Welcome to Vibe in Mind with Lisa and Lisa. Here you'll find tips and tricks from Abraham Hicks, the law of attraction, and trusting your intuition. We share personal stories and teach you how to use your mind to change your vibe and manifest a more joyful and happy life. What's your vibe in mind? Hey everybody, welcome back to Vibe in Mind. I'm really looking forward to today's show because we have a hot topic to discuss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but before we get started, how's your week going, Lisa? What's going on? Yeah, pretty good. My week was uh, pretty great. Uh, got a lot of stuff done for one of my new little projects so that's exciting Mm, and uh yeah I just uh this podcast I my husband was away for a few days and now he's back and I realized I don't have anywhere private to uh record the podcast so I was like scrambling (laughs) to find a place I'm in the basement in the cold basement (gasps) I have this heating blanket on (laughs) oh my gosh I've been there done that many times (laughs) <laughs> yeah so that's pretty funny but so how how about you how was your week anything exciting happen um yeah let's see I've had a really good week yeah it's been interesting I feel like sort of something popped up which is kind of related to this actually um I started the connecting inward course which is offered by Michelle Waldo she just um she just released that and she's I've been listening to her podcast for a long time now so have been kind of anticipating that course coming out and it did. And I just jumped right in. I was like, you know what? There'll never be a proper good time to do this. So, um, so I started that. So I've been getting up early and doing that every morning and, um, it's been great. Awesome. Yeah. 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 I'm looking forward to hearing more how, how that goes. Cause I was interested in doing that, that little course too. So, Yeah. So it has to do with our topic today, which is drum yeah. roll, please. <laughs> Meditation. Meditation. <laughs> I tried so to do it with you. <laughs> One, two, three. Meditation. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, but yeah, I feel like that's sort of like a buzzword, and you know, don't you find a lot of people are kind of like. Some people love it and some people are just like, oh, I can't do it. I just can't do it. Yeah. It's too hard, right? It's too hard. I can't turn my my thoughts off and stuff. So Yeah. Yeah. And it is. Like even even for me. Uh but yeah, it's definitely definitely getting more mainstream, which is awesome. Like I'm reading as I was doing some research for this episode, like all the benefits that they're doing now in schools, like bringing it into schools, mindfulness and meditation. It's just it's like with little kids with behavior problems, it's just making such amazing changes. So it's so, yeah. so awesome. It is. And actually it's implemented in my kid's school. And no way. yes. And I couldn't believe when they come home and it's just such a um, casual thing to talk about. Like, Oh, meditation. And now I talk about it. Like, yeah, let's meditate. That's you so know, cool. so it's, yeah. it is very cool. It's becoming mainstream. So yeah, it's so good. Yeah. But like you say, it is, it can be hard or should, is that the right way to say it? It can be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, our <laughs> minds are so friggin' busy with so many thoughts and stresses and yada, yada. It's hard to shut that off. Yes. So, overstimulated, right? Mm-hmm. They're overstimulated from, I remember looking this up before. It was like back in the day we were trying to sort of, our brains were made to, or, uh, you know, we were created to um, survive. And our brains were, I'm not doing this explanation justice, but I mean, we, we used to look for shelter and what we we were going to eat next. And now we've got all that covered. And it's like, now our thoughts are always sort of just like, what am I doing tomorrow? What am I making for dinner? Yeah. Like all these other stresses that. Right. Yeah. It's like that. It's that fight or flight thing. Right. Like, whereas when we were having to survive, we would always have to be on lookout for like that tiger <laughs> that was going to attack us or whatever, yeah. or like scrambling for food and da, da, da. it was always, you know, trying to actually survive. But now that that's under control, we, 
still have that fight or flight mechanism in our bodies just from other everyday silly stresses. So we're just constantly in that high stress state, it seems, unfortunately. And it's because I feel too, like we don't ever turn it off. We have our devices with us all the time. And yes. Uh, yes. And people are in such a high anxiety mode. I mean, my hand is raised here too, because I, I have to work at it. So I'm not overwhelmed and completely anxious all the time. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, all that information coming to you all the time. It's no wonder we have a hard time calming our minds down. Right. Yeah. To find sure. that, that calm and that peace. So, yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, so how, how, like, how did you how get did you into it? it? And how, like, are you, cause when we kind of touched on meditation in the previous episode, uh, like you're able to do it without, like for me, I still need that guide to guide mm-hmm. me through, but you were saying, which I thought was incredible that you can just do it in silence. Yeah. I do prefer it now in silence, but, but I never, you know, it didn't start like that. And yeah. I definitely, yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with, you know, if you always needed a guide, so be it. But, um, mm-hmm. but I did, I started with more of a guided meditation. I'm going to say about two years ago. Um, I mean, I guess it goes way back to, uh, for years on and off. I've always heard, tried it. And I, I guess I always thought you had to kind of get to this like higher level of like out of your body experience. And you know, 10 or 12 years ago, I just, if I couldn't do that and get to that point, I felt like, oh, I'm a failure. Like, I can't do this. Yeah. I guess I'm not made to do this, right? Yeah. Um, and then a couple of years ago, I was pregnant with my my youngest son and I started going to yoga and I just kind of tapped into more the meditation side and I was using that Calm. No, gosh, it's not called Calm. That's not the app. There is an app called Calm app. Then- uh, Sorry, you're thinking of Simple Habit? Simple Habit is the one I used, yes. Yeah. And um, it was really nice. It would just walk you through, you know, like three to five minutes or however long you needed. And I feel like that really sort of helped strengthen. It's like a muscle that you're strengthening. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that got me off to a really good start. And, you know, and it's not like I did it every single day, but it, I always felt better when I, on the days that I did do it. So, um, I guess it just gradually evolved and yes, now I do it without because I just can find myself, I can just get into a relaxed state Mm -hmm. and that's my goal. Okay. So my goal is not to change the world and be Buddha. I just want to calm my body down. Um, and I've, it's taken a while, but I figured out how to do that. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, not always successful at it because sometimes, you know, some days my mind just will not settle. Yeah. But, um, so is there yeah. like a big, like a big number one tip that you realized that you started doing to help you get there or is it just was kind of like, like you said, strengthening that muscle and then it just became easier over time. So definitely the strengthening of the muscle and it gets easier over time. But I would also say to people, just let go of any expectations. Okay. So they say, you know, we listen to Abraham Hicks and, uh, or you hear people say, you know, start your morning with meditation. That just didn't work for me. I did it in pockets of time that I could, and that worked Mm -hmm. for me. So sometimes it was before bed. Um, if I had the quiet spot to do it. And sometimes it might be during the day when I only have like 10 or 15 minutes to do it. Mm -hmm. That's so important. And then just knowing it's like, hey, we're not here to accomplish anything. You know, I'm not trying to reach a goal of turning my thoughts off. I personally don't think I can turn my thoughts off. Do you? Like, No, I can't. I'm not there yet. Not at all. Like, but do you think people generally can't? I think, you know, you hear people say, but do you really think they turn their thoughts totally off? I mean, I think like Buddhas and monks and stuff, Buddhas, <laughs> you know, all those monks, Buddhas. monks can, like, I believe that, like, I believe there oh are people gosh. in the world that, that can actually get there. Yeah, I do. Okay. Well, I'm not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but... that's like mega, mega <laughs> diehard, I think. 
but right but I guess what I'm saying is I'm not there yet and I'm okay with that because the thoughts yes. that are going through, yeah the, the thoughts that are going through my head when I'm doing it and I I do this really deep deep breathing um and it kind of gets me into that uh, hypnosis state which we've talked about before right mm-hmm. and it just it's like I picture it as if if you're looking at a profile of an ocean and on the top of the ocean are these big waves. Um, and as you go lower, if you can sort of see this as a visual, and as you go lower and lower into the ocean, um, before I meditate, for example, there's still waves way at the bottom where it's way down deep. And when I do the meditation, it just sort of settles the waters underneath, right? And then that yeah. slowly calms the top layer which is like my everyday how I react to things or don't react to things love this you know it's so funny I don't know if you know this but do you know that transcendental meditation that we kind of touched on last time yeah the guy that teaches it a lot like the main guy that teaches celebrities his name is Bob Roth Mm -hmm. and I just recently saw a video of him kind of explaining it and he said that exact analogy really yeah, like the walk. If you imagine an ocean, and the top layer of the waves is your everyday stress, da, 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 and as you go lower, you're in the calm, deep, dark blue water. And like he just kind of took me, took us through a similar little analogy, just like you did. That's so cool. Yeah, I have always sort of thought of it like that because it's just a calming. So, so all this to say about your thoughts for me, anyway. I, it's like the thoughts are there, but I just sort of let them go and I see them like maybe it's a concern I have or something I'm worried about. I just, I go, okay, I'm not thinking about that right now. This is not something I want to focus on. Right. I guess that's what it is, right? It's directing the focus sort of inward to how your, yeah, yeah right, to how your body feels. Um. And you're breathing and I, you know, you always read like, bring it back to the breath. And I was always like, what the heck does that mean? Like, how do I concentrate on my breath? <laughs> to me, that's just, I even still find it like, what am I supposed to be doing? But yeah. Yeah. Well, no, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, the breath thing for me, that's something that's still, so for me, I, like when I first tried meditation, or I guess mindfulness at the time. I don't know. It was more mindfulness to kind of start with. But anyway, same thing. I just could not get my anxious thoughts out of my head. So then I was like, meh, I guess I'm not good at this. And I kind of gave up from there. But then as I, you know, read more about it, and one of those things that, uh, like the breath for me still trips me up, just like you were saying. Like it's still... For me, it almost gives me more anxiety because if I'm not breathing as long as they yeah. suggest, like in my guided ones, if they're like breathe in for five and out for seven. And if I'm like struggling to do that, then I get anxious. Yeah, totally. That. So like it wasn't until I realized, okay, reg- forget this set, l- long breath here, long breath there. Just breathe calmly for myself and forget what they're saying because otherwise I'll get stressed out about not yeah. doing it properly. And so that's really helped me. And then the other thing that really helped is um, I remember someone once suggesting if you picture the thoughts that come through your mind, because they will, like they inevitably will, just picture them coming, passing by as clouds. Like you don't have to give them any analysis or any more thought than that. Just let them just recognize them that they are a thought and that they're going to pass by. Because they do, they do pass by and then you get back into it again, your meditation. So that really helped me kind of like, okay, I am going to have these thoughts and that's okay. Just like move on and go back to meditating again. That's such a great way of looking at it. Because as you're saying that, Mm -hmm. I was just thinking about how um, Abraham Hicks talks about the 17 second, how do they say it? Like it um, gets momentum if you keep thinking it and then it builds and builds and builds, you know. So it's like anything, yeah. you start thinking about it, next thing you know, you're worried about the next thing and blah, blah, blah. But if you, yeah, but if you don't right. give your attention to it, like let's say you sit down to meditate and you're worried about you got to go pick up your 
dry cleaning and you start sitting there thinking like, Oh God, I better write that down. I'll, I'll never remember it. And yada, yada. Instead, if you just let it go, mm-hmm. like I'll trust myself, I will remember to go pick it up. Let's get back to this. Yeah. I'll deal I'll with it later. Cause later. you will yeah. You trust me. Yeah. yeah so that's exactly. the, I love the cloud, the cloud analogy thing. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Yeah. It's a good one. Um, can you tell me about the Dawson church meditation? Because yeah, I heard, yes. I did hear about oh this my God. about three or four months ago and one part I didn't implement, but the tapping part I did. So could you explain to us? It's very effective. Yeah. So, so funny. Um, I just tried it recently for the first time and out of all the meditation. So that's another thing I was going to say is for people that have a hard time concentrating or whatever, what I found really helpful first of all, the guided meditation, I can't do it without, uh, but the guided meditations, there's some out there that actually kind of go through your body Mm. scan and like some will describe it. I think I mentioned this before as like a feather starting from your toes and up your ankle and up your legs and yada. And it kind of gives you this object that is moving along your body to concentrate on or whether it's sometimes people say it's a sunbeam or a flashlight, or like a ball of energy that you just ma- mm-hmm. imagine moving along your body parts as you're meditating. And that's been super helpful. I, I looked that one up on YouTube a lot, and I just put like meditation body scan, oh. and it seems to bring that's up great. some good stuff. Um, so, but up, up until this eco meditation by Dawson Church, that was the best thing that I found so but now this eco meditation uh it's so awesome and I did it for the first time a few weeks ago and I came out of it I was with my sister at the time like we were lying this was this was when we were away together I I came out of it and I said to her I said oh my god that was the most relaxing meditation I've ever done yeah so what this guy does is he combines EFT tapping, emotional freedom technique, it's called, uh, also known as tapping, which is a kind of a process that uh, stimulates certain, um, uh, what is it called? Eh, It's kind of like acupuncture where you have those points, those body pressure points or whatever. Same kind of idea of the points, but with tapping, tapping those areas. So there's a lot, there's one called like the karate chop, which would be the, um, the side of like where your pinky is along the sideline where the fleshy part of your hand yeah. on the side, karate chop, like as if you were going to chop okay. something right with that yep. part of your hand. And then there's other points on the face, like between the eyes above the, above the, um, ah. eyebrow, there's the you can tap on the heart, you can tap in between your, like your breastbone on the clavicle. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. There's all these points that kind of help release certain energies or something. (laughs) Um, But anyway, so he combines this tapping technique with meditation and it's just so, it seems so far for me anyway, to be so effective in just that extra relaxation. Yes. And he also uh does this kind of imagery thing with the heart to another person's heart or another like a place that you love so what he does is he says as you're tapping on your heart you picture like this beam of energy coming out of your heart and pouring into someone that you love their heart or pouring into some place that you love so you do this and you do this and you pour this love of energy, love into this other person or this place that you love. And then you do that for a while. And then you bring that love back into your heart. And it's just like this really powerful imagery between like heart to heart and love. It's just very, it's <laughs> like, as I'm saying, I sound like a complete no, no, what, but listen, but I'm just, no, but the thing <laughs> is, it, I just heard my, hu- my husband in the background and he's probably thinking I'm such a weirdo. He's like, you better be sending but me I love mean, over there. So, it's, yeah. <laughs> no, but you know what? That's a really good point about the love thing. Cause as we're saying, and people might be concerned that they can't turn their thoughts off or they're not doing it right. 
quote unquote, sending love, it, it's sort of, it's a visualization, right? You're just, you're, you're, you're bringing yeah. your thoughts back to yeah. a positive place, which is calming your yeah. body. Yeah. Right. And I just think like these, these few things combined into meditation just gives you that extra relaxation and a place to put your exactly. focus too, right? Like you're not just, you're, yeah, you're not just kind of focusing on your breath that sometimes for me gives me yeah. anxiety. So right. that's not going to help. So yeah, it just was a wonderful, wonderful way. So it's called Eco Meditation and you could go to his website. I think it's just called ecomeditation.com. Yeah, ecomeditation.com. Uh, and there's a free one on there. Uh, oh, that you can try. It's like 20 oh, minutes great. or something. Right. Talk you through it. And... Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So um, it's awesome. And you know, yeah. And yeah. Sorry. No, I didn't. Go ahead. I, I was just going to, I was. <laughs> <laughs> no, you go ahead. Yes, please. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I was just going to say that tapping thing, whether I do it right or not, I actually do it before bed almost every night now, even if I'm not meditating. I find I, I hold a lot oh, of tension no in way. my face and my neck and my jaw. I've even heard my, anyway, my, um, like, massage therapist and stuff has said that my back issues are, are also held in my um, jaw. It's all kind of connected. Ooh. And so I will tap and it just relaxes everything so anyway I recommend that to everyone listening just even try it now you're just kind of tapping around different parts of your face feels so good anyway. so but how do you know which part I don't to I tap? just do what feels good <laughs> I'll do like I'll do like you say, above the eyebrow I'll do below my eye because I can feel even doing yeah. that now like I can That's... just oh it just feels good and then I'll do it on my That's jaw true, right? yeah and like where where the jaw kind of meets where my ear is or my chin and I just go around doing my face and do that it just feels good helps me relax I did and then I realized yeah. how much I'm kind of holding on to yeah yeah that's so cool it does it does it is like an instant yeah. relaxing too it's weird but yeah there are the points that I know just because of this eco meditation is yeah under the mm -hmm. eyes uh, in between the eyes, above the, like the corners of your, eyebrows. your eyebrows, okay. Uh, under your nose, Ooh, yeah, yeah. One, like the yep. top of your lip. Um, and then the breastbone clavicle area is what I, what I know from there. And the heart. Uh, that's good. I'd forgotten about that. So I, that's something I have to start doing. Cause that's, mm. that's a really nice one. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, and so speaking of Dawson Church, should I get yeah. into that? Yeah, so I've been reading, he's got this really cool book uh, called Mind to Matter, which is kind of what skyrocketed my obsession with mind over <laughs> right. matter. <laughs> and like changing your physical body and all sorts of stuff. But so it's called Mind to Matter, The Astonishing Science of How Your Brain Creates Material Reality, which sounds crazy, but he backs it up with a lot of science, a lot of research, a lot of studies that have been done that are just hard to right. ignore. Um, but because we're talking about meditation, uh, I just wanted to bring up, just kind of get into the kind of brain science of meditation, like how it actually changes physical matter in your brain and I just wanted to bring up this one little excerpt from the book um, there was this guy that never really was a meditator but uh, he wanted to try and he said for him to take meditation seriously he needed the hard evidence that it's changing my brain for the better so uh, with a psychology professor and a clinical psychologist, uh, they put him through a battery of tests to evaluate his memory, reaction time, and ability okay. to focus, and hooked him up to an MRI to measure the volume of each region of his brain. And then, so they did that as like a basis uh, right. measurement or whatever. And then after two weeks of practicing mindfulness meditation, 
um, this guy felt less stressed, more able to handle the challenges of his job and his life. And he reported that he, quote, notices stress, but doesn't get sucked oh, into that's it. that's so key. That, that I, I know, right? Which is so, so true. true. Like, even for me. Yeah. Um, and then, so that was just after two weeks of doing it. And then after eight weeks, uh, the, the team put him through the same battery of tests again. And they found that he was better at behavioral tasks. And his brain had become more energy efficient. Wow. Uh, yeah, like they noticed an overall decrease in neural activity, doing a, like he was doing a better job, but using less energy. Yeah. So like, you know what I mean? Like there was less ac- activity in the brain. So, but he was doing a better job. Right, like less, af- which, less so efforting that- as, yeah. again, Abraham yeah. Hicks and all yeah. these sorts of things refer to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then his memory tests also wow. improved. <gasps> oh, I, yeah. And then, I know. And then, like, physical matter actually increased in a brain region that's responsible for emo- regulating emotion. So they found that the volume of these nerve cells in this specific area of the brain increased by 22.8% which is enormous, they're saying. Like, these are changes that you wouldn't see in an adult. You could see it in, like, a growing brain from okay, a right. child. But it's like, he says this is rarely seen in adults, this so much amazing. of a change in the actual, yeah, volume of brain. Uh, anyway, and then it just goes on to say, like, there are many studies showing this same sort of thing and how meditation actually changes the structure of the brain. It's incredible. So... Really, really, and I mean, cool. if you think of all those facts and those incredible things, it feels like this is something you want to go buy on the home shopping channel. It's like, wow, it's too good to be true. And yet, <laughs> guess what? It- for only four easy payments, is nine ninety nine of four thousand dollars <laughs> for easy payments. But like, it's the most simple. I mean, yes, we're saying it does have its challenges, but it's something you can do anywhere. You have the ability with you all the time. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's all within yeah. you. It's so incredible to me. You don't need a machine. You don't it need really a million is. dollars. You don't need to live in a certain house or, you know what I'm saying? It, it's available to everyone right. is what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. And it's just has so many so benefits. Yeah. And, and yeah, just to go hit this home even further, uh, I found another article, which I'll uh, post mm-hmm. in our notes, obviously. Uh, but it's called Seven Ways Meditation Can Actually Change the Brain. So again, it's more about, you know, science and brain and yeah. measuring all that. And uh, so the seven ways are meditation helps preserve the aging brain. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, we all anti-aging. Would that, I'm sure <laughs> anti-aging meditation reduces activity in the brain's me center. Hmm. So this is kind of around the the areas of the monkey mind, the mm-hmm. the stress, you know, always worrying mind, and so it it is has shown to decrease the activity in that brain wow. center. Um, it's. Its effects rival antidepressants for depression and anxiety. This one was crazy. So they said there was this research team. um, They found that the effect size of meditation was moderate at 0.3, which does sound low, but the effect size for antidepressants is also 0.3. Really? So, yeah. So like effectively, and you know, I've heard a lot of that is like sometimes the placebo effect for these antidepressant drugs are more effective or just right. as effective, which, which doesn't say much for the drug, but anyway, uh, but then they do go on to say it's obviously not a magic bullet for depression as no treatment is, but it's one of the tools that may help manage yeah, the symptoms. Exactly. So yeah. Um, meditation may lead to volume changes in key areas of the brain, which we kind of also talked about from that, that book, uh, especially related to fear, anxiety, stress, and, uh, increases areas, improving mood and well-being. Yeah. 
hundred percent. Um, yeah. meditation improves concentration and attention in just a few days. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. They did a study. Um, uh, da, 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 da. Just a couple of weeks of meditation trained helped helped people's focus and memory during the verbal reasoning section of the brain. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. A uh, couple more where meditation reduces anxiety and social mm. anxiety. Studies have shown its benefits in reducing anxiety even years after the initial an initial eight-week course that they did this research okay. on. And they also showed that mindfulness meditation, in contrast to attending to the breath only, can reduce anxiety. So mindfulness meditation being more like what we're talking about with the eco meditation? Is that kind of the idea? I guess it, it doesn't really go into what it actually is. So maybe we can look it up. But it's more than just right. focusing on your breath. It's, uh, yeah. And that's, all, that's, that's all. all there is. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's more than just focusing on your breath. So yeah, that's interesting too. And and then I think the last one, there's two more. Uh, meditation can help with addiction. Yeah, that's good. Which uh, is very good. And then short meditation breaks can help kids in school. Mm -hmm. I believe it. Yeah. So it's just, I mean, why not try it, you know? And don't give up. Just try it and then try it again and try it again until you find yeah. what works for you. Just try, right. new, try yeah. different ways of doing it, right? Um, mm -hmm. I was going to say about that whole short breaks, you know, and the kids and that sort of thing. But I wanted to mention something that I've been doing lately. It sounds so weird, but I feel like it actually helps me kind of just, again, calm down a little bit. Um like if I'm going throughout my day and I'm just finding myself really overwhelmed or whatever, sometimes what I'll go just do is sit in another room and I'll close my eyes and I might even just put my hand over my eyes. And even um, if I can lower my head somehow, this sounds so bizarre, but like letting even the blood rush to my, my head a little bit, like, cause I find when I'm say doing some stretches uh, and I'm putting and I'm touching my toes, it feels so good for mm -hmm. some reason to just let everything sort of hang. I guess because it's getting all the tension out, right? Um, I'll just do that for, well, as long as I can, but it's usually only like a couple of seconds. It just kind of helps me re-focus yeah. or like recharge somehow. Um, so that's, that's cool. just a little, you know, take a little break out of your day to do that. Like it's, let's just say you're working in a busy office. You just run to the bathroom and just even just closing your eyes off. Cause again, I feel like we're such a screen oriented um, society, right? Yeah. It just so stimulates your brain. Yeah. You're, you're just so overstimulated. If you can just close your eyes, it actually feels so good mm -hmm. to just sort of shut that off for just even 20 seconds <laughs> and just give yourself that little bit. That is so true. Such a simple thing, but yeah, I'm, I'm sure it makes yeah, a world yeah. of difference. So just try that if you ever need, or yeah, like if you're working at the computer for long hours, you don't have to go take a big walk somewhere. You can just change the scenery somewhere, go to a different room, close your eyes just for a little bit, just see what a difference it mm -hmm. makes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's a yeah. good tip. Um, did you, I, yeah. I was, yeah, go ahead. I wanted, no, no, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I just wanted to also tie this into, because I, just in all my readings and whatever, and with, um, you know, law of attraction and like bringing goodness and joy attracting to you. Like I, I had read that when you're in this kind of uh, meditation zone or when you're in the zone of more like heightened mm -hmm. alignment yeah. or whatever, you get more of that law of attraction wheels you know rolling right. <laughs> so i wanted to like what what is actually like what's behind that or whatever but i found um uh this website called eocinstitute.org okay uh eoc means um e equisync they're called equi sync equisync uh, so yeah, they were just saying like, um, 
you know, we always want to raise our vibration, right? To get into those, the manifesting and law of attraction energies, right? right? It's like raising your vibration. That's what gets you there. Uh, So one of the best ways to raise your vibration is meditation. Mm -hmm. So if you can get into that zone and into that positive energy, um, it puts that law of attraction kind of in your corner, right? So um like this this website is saying basically meditation effectively effectively like pulls the rug out from under like those low vibrational emotions like anger despair shame fear regret because you're not you're not in those emotions while you're meditating right you're into like joy and happiness and uh all the good stuff right good feeling things so meditation you know pulls you away from your everyday stress and anger and shame and fear and regrets and yada, yada, yada. Um, hopefully, anyway, it does that. Um, yeah, so it just clears the way for you to have this highest resonating emotional states of gratitude, joy, love, and hope. Right. Um, so, yeah, it says the inner calm and stillness of your mind brought about by meditation shifts your vibration into a higher frequency, making you a permanent magnet for positive experiences, setting your life on the highest and best possible course. Which, hey, that's just another reason to keep at it, right? Yeah. Right. And that's just, I also think it's like that, um, what you had referred to earlier, like stresses come at you, but you're, it's like you're not reacting to them. It's almost like, yeah, you don't buy into them anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, because you're on that higher vibration or something, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. That's great. It's so funny. Yeah. Like as I and whether it's meditation or mm-hmm. you know practicing gratitude and appreciation and all the stuff that we've talked about, like I totally find that that's happening. Like I'm just not. I feel like I almost don't even care about some yes. stuff anymore. Like it's just like. It just rolls off my shit. Like, I don't care that yeah. much. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, whatever. And so it's just such a nice change, you know, to live It really that is, way. yeah. I, I agree. That's that's exactly what it is. It's like it's not caring in a bad way. It's not caring in a in a good way of, of things that, mm-hmm. that were silly, yeah. that took up your your thinking and your your life and your thoughts before, right? It just doesn't matter anymore. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's very powerful. Amazing, it really is. Yeah, I I also wanted to kind of mention um that you know our society is such a doing. You know, it's all about action. It's all about set those goals and achieve them and work harder, work harder. You know, that gets you where you need to go, right? I feel like we're kind of conditioned to be that way. And the challenge with meditation mm-hmm. is that it's an inaction. It is. It is like a right. just be not do and that's what's so hard for people it's it's like years of conditioning to have to flip that around yeah and that's the only part that makes it hard is that it is just calm the f down and just (laughs) be be with yourself well yeah and yeah right and the fact that it's taking time away from you being productive in any in other areas or so it seems but we know that you'll actually probably be more productive once you get into that proper yep. zone. So, but yeah, no, you're totally right. It's so hard for people to commit to it because of that. It's inaction. It's taking away from other things because they're mm-hmm. so busy. Like, you know, this just, oh, but I just wish people would just do it <laughs> because it's just so, so I know. Benefit. And you know, I, I feel like I can see the future almost in that people are, it's going to be because it's becoming more mainstream and they're doing it in schools. And I'm sure they're starting to do it with in cor- the corporate world. It's almost like you could see oh, yeah. in a short time that it's a part of the day. It's like, we're not going to start our team meeting until we do a co- like a, a slow little meditation or something. Couldn't you see that happening? Like, right. Yeah. For sure. Oh yeah. It's happening in my, I work in a corporate mm-hmm. office and they have already introduce i mean they're calling Mm -hmm. it mindfulness uh so we have like these free courses available to work on mindfulness and stuff like that and because yeah it does show in 
in business that it's it improved so many areas of business. So, but yeah, that's the yeah. thing. You you feel like you're doing nothing, but you're actually doing probably more. You know, more good, and you know, by doing it, you will be more productive. Mm-hmm. You will, yeah, you'll see the results. But that's not why you should do it. You know, not to see results. I don't know. You do it for for the enjoyment of it. And that's, again, I think that's a struggle for people just starting out. And same with me when I first started. But even if you can just make it your goal to just relax, just try and get a little tension out of your shoulders, your face, your legs, just take note of how tense things are and just try to relax them. If that's all you can do at first, you you know, you're doing yourself yeah. a big favor. Right. And I just want to explain, just in case people don't know the difference between mindfulness and meditation, mm. because honestly, I don't even really know how yeah. to explain it as I'm sitting here saying it, but uh, I just looked, I just okay, let's it. hear it. And it says mindfulness, mindfulness is the awareness of something, while meditation is the awareness of no ah. thing. There are forms of meditation. There are what? Uh, sorry, this, never mind. You're going to oh, open Google. that now. Don't, don't lead us astray. Oh, oh Google. Google. Oh, Google, you've got it all wrong. <laughs> but I know that um, mindfulness, for example, like that's how I kind of started. And it's literally just paying attention to one thing and only one thing, like blocking out all the other blah, 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 chatter. Like focusing on your body scan, right. for example, that's one of them. Like your toes, focus on your toes, focus on the vibration right. in your toes. Da, 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 da. So that's kind of mindful or being mindfully aware of the food that's going into your mouth and like your teeth chewing down on that food and the saliva that's being generated when you're chewing that food and how it's flowing down the back of your throat as you swallow it. Like that's being mindful of how you're eating which you don't ever pay attention to you do that you know it's part of your subconscious but once you're mindful of it it's kind of just getting you into this brain zone that's more calming uh and then meditation i would i would imagine meditation would be more like the the calming of the mind and the just the quieting rather than the picturing someone you love sending them love being somewhere in your mind it's like turning that all down turning the volume down on your mind that's my guess yeah i guess there's some debate about mindfulness versus meditation uh and the differences have been debated so uh basically they complement each other um but yeah that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> they complement each other. I think we kind of, the, you know, we explained it enough, but yeah. yeah, it's hard to know what's mindfulness and what's meditation, but basically they are kind of the same and they're kind of interchangeable and they're interpreted differently by whoever you talk to. So, right. But either way, they're both good. So yes. Yeah. If you're doing one or the other. Yeah. yeah. And also I was just going to mention if you want to use um, meditation sounds like sounds in nature you can look it up on your, whatever you use for like your phone. I use Amazon music and I have like, you know, ocean sounds, and, um, birds in a rainforest or crackling fire or whatever resonates with you oh, can cool. be really calming. Okay. Yeah. So that right. might be something that you want to add to your little, you know, list of things to do for meditation. Yeah. So sorry, where yeah. did you, where do you find these? So I just went on Amazon music and you type in maybe sounds of nature or, uh, oh, cool. I bet if you YouTube, you could just type in meditation sounds in nature. Yeah. Um, or, and some have music in the background, which I don't like. That's just my preference. But I just like to hear the actual sounds in nature. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah. I that. yeah. Okay. So go ahead. You had, you had awesome. one more really cool thing. Yeah. Right? No, um, I just wanted to mention this really. And this kind of gets into the even more woo woo thing about life but so there was this lady so I'm I live in BC and there's the story of this lady a few years back that uh she had found out she was gonna she had a terminal illness and so she knew she was gonna 
die, but she wanted to do it on her own terms. So she was on a ferry boat. There's lots of ferries around where we live. And um, she decided she was going to take her life and jump into the ocean. And this is the Pacific Ocean. And uh, it was, it's super cold. And she did it, I guess she did it kind of in the evening. So anyway, she jumped off the boat to, you know, die on her her own terms. Then uh, I guess she had started to hear that there was a search party looking for her. So she heard the helicopter whirring around. She uh, saw zodiacs crisscrossing the water to try and find her. Uh, She saw that the big ferry that she jumped off of had stopped, you know, so she knew that they were onto her and she decided, well, I, I don't want to go with this negative energy with people trying to find me. I don't want to go like this. So she's like, I'm going to try and survive. So she's in the deep, cold water. She began to meditate to help her keep herself buoyant. And she would do these breathing exercises and lie on her back, floating in the water. And uh, she did this for the first few hours in the water. Uh, so she focused on keeping her core warm so that it would like heat the rest of her body and circulate to the rest of her extremities. So f- after about five hours of doing this, while they're searching for her, So she basically meditated for five hours and she became so exhausted and she just started losing her concentration. Not only exhausted (laughs) from focusing so much, but just the actual literal temperature of the cold water. Um, So she said she realized she was starting to breathe heavily. She couldn't calm down. And so she was begging the universe to give her a log or something to grab onto. And then the article says, if an, as if an answer to a prayer, a glowing orange life ring floated straight towards her. And she said, I have tremendous faith, but even this was beyond my comprehension, she said. And um, despite the numbness, numbness that took hold of her entire body, she was able to grab onto the life ring. Basically, like so much time had passed her body temperature was dangerously low at 31 degrees Celsius, six degrees below normal. The fact that she survived five hours in the icy water shocked the search and rescue technicians, shocked the hospital staff, which they took her to. Uh, the maximum survival time in the Pacific Ocean, which ranges from seven degrees to 14 degrees Celsius, is two to three hours, according to Parks Canada. So she was in there for five it's hours. Crazy. Yeah. And so uh, basically, I mean, like there's hypothermia, like da, 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 they just, it was, it was nuts that she was And she alive. did it all because and, she was able um, to meditate. Yeah. And like, I don't know if you've heard of this Wim Hof method, this guy that goes purposely into cold water and cold showers and da, 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 and he has done this big experiment where he sits in icy cold water and they measure his body temperature and his heart rate and all this stuff. And he's, he's meditating the warmth of his body. Like, and he can just bust through it and it's no problem. It's like crazy shit that he does. Anyway. So she essentially kind of did the same thing and then check this out. (laughs) This is like the most cool thing for me. So as she was, you know, taking the hospital and all the doctors were checking her over, all this stuff. They told her that her previous terminal diagnosis was wrong and she was in perfect health. That is. Okay. So I don't know. Like to me, I don't know. I feel like was it the wrong <coughs> diagnosis or what? Like, or did her body just go into this like amazing start from scratch? I don't know. I just have this weird like. Like, like she healed cool herself. Like universe, like she healed herself. Yeah. I mean, and thank God she actually didn't die because she was trying to kill herself because she thought she had this diagnosis. Meanwhile, I mean, regard like know, we don't truly know. know, but like, right. It's just so crazy how it all worked out. Yeah, that's amazing. It's just, it's just amazing the mind, the mind power, the mind over body. It's just, 
Like it's yeah. just crazy yeah. to me. So powerful. So we have yeah. to utilize it. That is the moral of the story. Is have we have to we have yeah. all this power and <laughs> we need to, you know, figure out how to mm-hmm. make it work for us through meditation and mindfulness. Yeah. 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 And I mean, just to cap it off, she believes this was a complete miracle. And um, she's since changed her life and she went off into like some spiritual, I don't know, she lives in some, I think it's Costa Rica or something now. She does like mm. retreats. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. Pretty free life changing. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Anyway, well, that was great. This was so such a good. Episode. Yeah, I love I love talking about this stuff. And um, yeah, if, you know what? If anyone has any questions or just wants to keep talking more about meditation or any issues they're having, reach out to us and you know find us on a Facebook group and Instagram mm-hmm. and email and let's keep the discussion going about it. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. we need to keep all you know inspiring each other to keep at it, right? that's true it does it does take some time and some reminders and support yeah and some fresh ideas and yeah stuff like that so yeah i like it okay well yeah this has been it's wonderful okay well everyone have a wonderful week and happy meditating yeah, and if you're trying to reach me, Lisa, I'll be busy meditating for the next hour. So, uh... <laughs> yeah, hope there's no emergencies because the yeah. ringer will be off. Yeah, I love it. All right, well, take care, everybody, and uh, we'll we'll see okay, you next see time. You. Bye. Okay, bye. We always appreciate you listening. Be sure to join us in our Vibe and Mind Facebook group, where we keep the discussion going and keep you inspired. Also, you can follow us on Instagram at Vibe and Mind. Screenshot our podcast and tag us in your story with your biggest takeaway. We love hearing from you. And if you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review on whatever platform you listen. Have a great day and watch the universe blow your vibe and mind.